a little later than normal, but just as important because Adelaide and United and Sydney FC are through to the semi-finals of the A-League. Mossy, good morning. Good morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Yeah, I needed the extra hour of recovery this morning just to get <laughs> over last night. It was uh, an epic Sydney derby and, uh, yeah, a wonderful game of football. Had all the tension that you'd expect uh, from a finals match and the derby just added to it. It was mm-hmm. a real shame the the Cove weren't there. The the, uh, the core Sydney FC supporter group uh, boycotted the game. They were at the training ground to, to send the players off on the team bus to the game, but they... Uh, they stood true to their uh, their boycott threats, and and that was probably the only real shame ever night. Mm. Now, Mossy Milos Ninkovic marched from the Sydney FC dressing room post match in an exchange. Run us through what happened there. It sounds a bit dramatic. Well, obviously I wasn't there, um, but uh, reports are that Ninko went into the Sydney FC dressing room after the game just to wish the players all the best for the finals, and um, maybe a few words were exchanged. Uh, between a couple of people in that dressing room. Um, the reports are it was between uh, Steve Corica and, and Milos Ninkovic, um, but I haven't had that confirmed. Um, but, of course, Ninko left Sydney in acrimonious circumstances uh, at the end of last season, or, or during the off-season, I should say. Um, so, yeah, there's obviously some... Um, no, some, some fuel in the fire still, and, um, you know, but... Knowing knowing Ninko as I do, he, he probably genuinely just wanted to wish the players well, whether the timing was right. Um, you know, there's still plenty of emotion after a game. So, yeah, watch your space. But what it does do is it, it keeps adding to the narrative that um, that he's just building and building this Sydney derby. So next season, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, mark it in your diaries for the first one of the uh, of the new season. But full credit to Sydney. They, they were... Incredible last night. If Western Sydney probably edged Sydney FC in the first half and went to the break with a probably a deserved 1-0 lead, mm-hmm. although it was a contentious penalty against uh, Alex Wilkinson for handball, um, Sydney FC literally came out and blew Western Sydney off the park in the second half. That's one of the most commanding second-half performances I've seen this whole season. And to do it on the big stage, in the derby, in the in the elimination final, is a credit to, to the way the team was coached. I think Steve Corica did a brilliant job at half-time um, with a few tweaks to, to the way they pressed Western Sydney, and Western Sydney couldn't deal with it second half. Mm, it's interesting. So this sets up next weekend. Now, take us through it, Mossy. Sydney FC will take on Melbourne City in the first leg of their semi-final on Saturday. That's May 13. So there is two legs to this, home and away. Then on Sunday, Adelaide United are at home against Central Coast. Yeah, I think it may be Friday and Saturday, right, okay, actually. Um, at, okay, Sydney it's might have changed to here. So, anyway, yeah, keep going. Yeah. Sorry, mate. My, my mistake. That's all right. No, I'm pretty sure it's Friday. Friday night, Sydney FC will host... Melbourne City at Allianz Stadium. Adelaide, who got over Wellington on Friday night, um, will host Central Coast Mariners next Saturday night. Um, And they were fantastic, Adelaide. And Craig Goodwin just continues to go from strength to strength as the captain leader. Goal scorer extraordinary. scored both goals in that game. Um, So they're they're two cracking games. Mm. Sydney, Sydney, Melbourne City and Adelaide Central Coast Mariners. Um, I think the big challenge for Sydney will be to come down very, very quickly from last night because the derby, the semi-final, progressing, coming from behind, all the stuff that, that went into it is a, a, a big emotional roller coaster. So no doubt uh, Steve Corica and his staff will be getting the players back to earth. Melbourne City have had the week off to, to sit back, kick their heels up, prepare uh, at their own pace for this game. 
and uh, as, as have the Central Coast Mariners. So two cracking games next weekend. Let's head to England, Mossy, for the EPL. Man City a step closer to their own coronation mm, with victory like overnight. It, I like it, Dino. <laughs> How did I know you'd use that line, Bulldog Richie, after what because we saw last night in. on TV? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, credit where it's due. There I you go. It. I never take credit where it's not due. <laughs> um, I saw your mate on the golf course yesterday yeah, morning, too. I it's funny. told he... him I'd have my uh, legal team on to him. Well, he has texted me, and let me find this text before we go There's on. drama. This is a, oh, I got a text last night. This is a true story. I've got Mossy's scorecard in front of me. He started double bogey. <laughs> Par, double bogey, par, triple bogey, bogey, triple bogey, double bogey. Sounds like my golf. If that is, in fact, right, Mossy, you should think about another sport. <laughs> Mate, I tell you now, Bulldog, any friend of yours never lets the facts get in the way of a good So you're story, suggesting and, my um, man has got bad no, mail. As Mossy said last week, the wind was blowing that day, wasn't it, right, Mossy? Okay. Exactly. And yesterday, <laughs> I, I may have been a little bit dusty yesterday morning. But anyway, okay. let's, well, uh, there let's we go. move on to Another the Premier story. League. Yeah, uh, I'm right. Mm. <laughs> you're right. But uh, you're right. Manchester City are uh, headed for their own coronation. They were, um, yeah, look, interesting. They, they were 2 0 up, and Manchester City got a penalty, and uh, Erling Haaland handed the penalty, the record goal scorer in Premier League history, handed the penalty to Gundogan to see if he could get his hat trick. Gundigan misses it, hits the post, Leeds go down the other end and score to make it 2-1. Uh, fair to say Pep Guardiola was not a happy, did not cut a happy figure on the uh, on the bench after that happened, and he said so after full time. He said, look, if we're 4-0 up with 5 to go, I can understand it, but we weren't. The game wasn't over. It was only 2-0. So uh, Manchester City can maybe count themselves a little bit lucky. They got all three points uh, in the end, but uh, over the 95 minutes, they were better than Leeds, of course. Leeds are in um, trouble and that now. Puts yeah, oh, big trouble, yeah, mate. Yeah. Big trouble. Like, um, you know, they've gone through two managers this season already um, and they are a point above the drop zone. So, um, yeah, nervous times for, for Leeds United fans. Exactly. Hey, Mossy, um, we're running out of time, but where are we going with... Well, firstly, just quickly, Liverpool. That was an important win, so that puts the pressure on me and you before we go to Mo- Mossy's Mouldy for the weekend. Yeah, huge, uh, huge win for Liverpool. That's six on the trot now. Uh, Manchester United have to. Um, they go to um, where are they overnight? Yeah, um, man, you are playing. If you bear with us, I'll tell you. Oh, um, oh West Ham. Arsenal go to Newcastle. West Ham. That's yeah. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, because um, it's Arsenal that go to to Newcastle. So that's a tricky game. But um, yeah, Manchester United against West Ham. If uh, if they slip up there, they've still got a game in hand uh, on us. So um, yeah. Watch this space because uh, Liverpool are going to push them all the way. The multi, I'm going to go with, uh, and Bournemouth let me down in the four-legger, um, which was a real shame because um, I had Spurs, Bournemouth, Liverpool and Adelaide, all but uh, Bournemouth got over uh, Chelsea beat Bournemouth. The uh, three-leg multi, Newcastle to beat Arsenal um, in that game we just referenced. Uh, I think they'll get the points at home. Like West Ham. Arsenal then, yeah. Yeah, now you'll tell me I'm uh, tipping with my heart here, Ray, mm. um, but I'm going to tip West Ham to get the chocolates over Manchester United at home. It's a big call. And then I'm going to go with Brighton to beat Everton on Tuesday morning. So Newcastle into West Ham into Brighton Tuesday morning. Fair enough. Just a quick one. Dino probably should ask Mossy about your story with Graham Arnold and, and the necessity, I, I love your view on this, Phil, to have essentially a centre of excellence for the Socceroos based in Australia. A home for the Socceroos, Mossy. Mm. How do you build a culture without a home? That's um, exactly you know, the line it's, it's a conversation. Mm. 
Yeah, well, we've, and we've talked about this many, many times um, privately. I've, I've discussed it publicly as well, I, and I agree 100% with Arnie. I, I've just, it's, it's an absolute necessity. Um, I think there's a home for the Matildas being built down in Melbourne, mm. um, whether that's the National Centre for Excellence for Matildas and Socceroos, I don't know, but certainly uh, I think if, if Arnie, who's the longest-serving Socceroo of all time with his playing and coaching and assistant coaching career, in, in mind, if he uh, wants to leave any legacy, it'll be around this uh, centre of excellence, and I think he's definitely on the right track to achieving that. He's, he's built some great contacts in government, and I think if there's one person who can bring this to life, it is Arnie. So um, I know that's uh, you know in his uh, priority list of what he wants to achieve over the next three three and a half years. Oh, fantastic. Hey Phil, appreciate it as always, and we'll talk next Sunday, mate. Good on you guys. Take care. Get down the driving range. <laughs> <laughs>